Blog Talk Radio. Ah, the good old theme. Reminds me of basketball on Sundays and the NBA Finals and Michael Jordan just winning them all the time. And just fucking literally mopping the floor <laughs> of the competition. Yeah. Hey, happy Friday, guys. We're here at the No Huddle Show with Mike and Sam. We are coming to you live from Ohio, man. We are excited to be here. We're in Bengal territory, guys. Yeah, who day. Hey, man, so I, I had to talk to you real quick. And uh it's something that I find funny, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. I put it up on the poll. So, uh, guys, if you're following us on Twitter, please go vote on the poll. My wife has this thing about chips and different sauces, and her thing is finish what's open before you open something new. Now, I get it if stuff is going to waste. It's not going to waste. But let me ask you, like, if I have tortilla chips open, right, but now I'm hungry for ruffles. Okay. You open the ruffles, bro. Yeah, you gotta, or like, like you know, I know that a barbecue <laughs> sauce is open, but if I want to use a different marinade it's not for like, chicken, it's, it's not like what you open is not gonna get used. Right. right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, like I, I always fought with the with the concept. So like, I like, you know, Tostitos hinted lime with yeah. salsa verde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's ever an option, I don't care what's open, I'm gonna open that up and go for it. Yeah. Sometimes you're in the mood for salt, salt and vinegar. Sometimes you want just plain ruffles. Ruffles. Or like or, barbecue. Or barbecue, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they have different options. I, I shouldn't have to just force feed my way down right. the line just because to just, get to the new just, bag. Just because you screwed up and opened that hickory barbecue lays that doesn't taste so good. Right, yeah. That doesn't mean you have to finish the entire bag. Exactly. And then, so, like I said with the sauces, there, I was marinating chicken the other day. I was marinating it in this uh, balsamic, uh, honey balsamic vinegar. Sounds amazing. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, hey, isn't there stuff open in the fridge? Why don't you go use that instead? I'm like, because I want to use this. This is what I, I want to try this. <laughs> just because you feel like eating balsamic vinegar, uh, you know, kind of marinated chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because there's buffalo open, you have to eat buffalo. Right, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, no. I yeah, open yeah. whatever the hell you want to open up and eat whatever you want to eat. Yeah, the sauce isn't going to go bad. Absolutely. It's going to get you out of that day. Yeah. One day when you want buffalo, it'll already be open. Thank you. See, this is why Sam, he just gets me, man. He just, he just, he just gets me. Cheers to that, man. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> Guys, we'll come back at you on a Friday now. <clears throat> Hunt for Reds October. Yeah, yeah. How are you Reds looking, man? Man, they are choking. They are choking away. So, as, before we even got to September, they they had started to – they had gotten hot, and they had opened up a lead on the wild card. But now, now they're floundering. The Reds are 3-7 and seven in their last 10 and they're only five games above 500 now, and now they are sitting one game back of the wild card behind. Everybody, no one's catching the Dodgers for the other wild card. No, spot. no way. So no. now it comes down to the Cardinals, the Padres, and the Reds. I think, uh, and uh, again, in the AL, I know the Yankees are absolutely, you know, New York guy. I love the Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees absolutely were tanking the last 15 games. They were doing terrible. Yeah. They went on the streak. 
and then they slowed down and regressed completely, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're a half game out of the wild card, right? What yeah. Do you, what do you What do you think on the NBA side? What do you think I, I like on the AL side? The Yankees. You know what bothers me about the Yankees pitching, man. Their pitching besides, is besides Garrett Cole. But if you look at if you look at you the Yankees, Chapman season? No, man, and Jordan Montgomery leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, I, agree. I think they went all in during free agency and, like, trading periods. Yeah. They, they went in all in on the wrong position. They did, but then they're also – here's a, another problem. There was, there's two guys on the Yankees that I think they expected a lot of that are not producing. It's Gleyber Torres yeah. and Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Um, well, Gary Sanchez has a little bit of a regression thing going on. So yeah. It, I, don't, I wouldn't say that – he has, like, uh, you know, uh, he's just not doing his part. He did his part last year, two years ago. You know, he did his part. He more or less did his part, you know, I would say. But now he's definitely not showing up. I'll say that that much for sure. Well, he's, he's – but even last year, man, like, yeah, he, he striked the – okay, couple, couple, years, couple years, back. years back. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what he looked like in 2019. Yeah, there you go. That's the he had 34 number. home runs, yep. 77 ribbies. He hit 232. Uh, okay. His strikeouts were 125. He's whiffing a lot. He whiffed a lot. And then this year he's only hitting 206. He hit 147 last 105 year. strikeouts? 105 strikeouts so far. But that's. That's normal. Is that an automatic K when, like, a pitcher sees Gary Sanchez now? You would think so, but then if you pull up uh, Aaron Judge's stats, he's also striking out a lot. It's I the, think it's, it's the, the new era. Of, it is. It's because high-volume hits, go for the home run. Go for the home run or strike out. But that goes back to the analytics conversation we had. It goes back to the analytics, yeah. but it bothers me because I still will say, if you're putting a ball in play, you're forcing that fielder to make a play, okay? If you're striking out, you're just whipping. Correct. If you hit a hard line drive or a hard ground ball, yeah, these guys will probably make the play 95% of the time, but you're, there's still pressure that they have to make that. They have Correct. to make the throw. They have to come up you with it. You hit in the gap. Yeah. You, know, you find a way. Who knows, you know, how it may turn out. Instead of whipping for the home run, you go for a single. Yeah. Right? Or even, like, a, a double. double. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But nobody plays nobody plays small ball anymore. No, oh. Nobody nobody plays small ball, and that's the thing. But you know, I think that's that's like synonymous across sports that are or leagues, like major leagues that are taking analytics now into into right. you know, their formula of, of picking out a game plan. You know, I just I don't like it. I don't like the way Tampa Bay does like things with their pitchers, where they only let them go through the lineup that, twice how and then they take them out. How you know? They're, they're pitching Why are you paying them? Why are you paying them? I don't know, man. It's What's just, the point? You know, you can say, well, it works for Tampa Bay because this, that, and <laughs> they've got 91 wins. Right. But but what happens in the postseason? It works in the regular season. You know what that reminds me of? But the way Tampa Bay does things reminds me of a Mark D'Antonio coach team. <laughs> okay. It works great in the regular season. But the moment that so, there's a twitch in the formula. And there's pressure. And you see something different that you're not supposed to see. Yeah. It doesn't work in the postseason. Because in the postseason, teams that you're playing, mm-hmm. they're going from a five-man rotation usually to a four-man rotation, right. typically in the postseason, because you got extra time off in between games right. and stuff right. like right. that. Right. So you have – You want recovery time. Yeah. Yeah. Too, yeah. So, so you're usually on a four-man rotation. And then – you got the best pitchers, but last year you saw in the series Benny Snell was was 
I, he was having himself a hell of a game against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I think he was dealing. And then they pulled him in, like, the fifth inning, and then they fell apart and they lost the game. You, you just can't do it in the postseason. If you got a pitcher that's dealing, if you got Gold someone, on in, right? yeah, you just keep going. I mean, that's not to say that if a guy starts looking gassed, you don't get the bullpen out. Right. Because we've seen – Boston, they left Pedro Martinez in too long in, in the long. game, and, and then he got he got hammered, slacked. Mm-hmm. But so there's a fine line. But you also just can't be pulling out your pitchers after four or five. Can, I, I don't think you can have a timetable as when you can pull your pitchers. No, I, no. I, I think you have to go with the flow of the game. Yeah, and if you're doing well, ride the hot hand. You know, exactly. if he's not gas, he feels good. Yeah, going into the seventh. Yeah, let him run it. Exactly. Maybe another inning. Who yeah. knows? You could be saving yourself, you know, X amount of runs right. know, that would have been scored with your next guy coming up. I mean, like I said, it, it reminds me of Mark D'Antonio, head coach team. That that three launch threes, live and die by a three, fast paced, all small ball, small ball works great in the regular season when right. guys aren't bringing intensity every Correct. day. Correct. Because uh, they know there's 82 games in a season. Exactly. You know. Oh, oh, we're getting we're getting Houston on a back to back after we just you know after we just played oh, Milwaukee. I, I, LeBron, I, Miami just tightened up. Yeah, Miami. I want to sit out. I want to exactly. sit out. Or I'm only going to play 20 minutes. Correct. Today. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's just it, it works great in the regular season, but once the postseason and they start defending that line and things get a little bit more physical yeah, and, and the rest pull their whistles yeah, a little more, exactly. it doesn't it's work. A whole different environment. I don't think yeah. you can take. A uh, regular season, a postseason, do an apple to apple. Right. You no, you can't. any sport, I don't think you can. No, you know? not really. Football, to an extent, because what you see in football in the regular season, you're going to see some – they might add a few new wrinkles, but you're mostly going to see them in the postseason, right? Because football, there's a, only a finite number of games. Correct. correct. Now, granted, we have yeah. 17 games You don't now, have a series, but, but you don't have a series. Like, but, yeah, best of three, but if you five, lose – let's say you lose five games, in the yeah. NFL, you, yeah, you're probably still okay. You're going to make yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, you could do 9-7 in an NFC. So, yeah, exactly. But at the go. same time, yeah. though, there's a sl- slimmer margin of error. Correct. Right? Correct. So, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping the Reds can uh, get things turned around, but they start a very difficult series with the Dodgers today. So. And the Dodgers oh. are absolutely flaming. Oh, yeah. The they Dodgers. They to go. They're, they're running things. As well, the should. Dodgers are 8-2 and two in their last 10. There you go. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, my Reds, uh, I don't know if the game has started yet. It started uh, currently. We are in the top of the fifth, and it's 0-0. Zero to zero. So, we'll see how that goes for my old Cincinnati Reds. Uh, all right. So, I want to go back uh, to some of our games here last week before we get into NFL. All right. Uh, you had a terrible, terrible, terrible week on against the spread. One and four against oh, the yeah? spread. All right. Cool. I'll, I'll went, take it, man. <laughs> I was three and two against the spread. Okay. I just want to point that out. That was three and two against the spread. Now, this week, we're going to we're going to pick some games and then we're going to pre actually we'll just preview a few games and then we'll make our picks. Okay. Our, our top five picks, but yeah, that was uh that was just a pathetic showing Sam. Uh, one and four. So if you put your money with Sam, you're probably broke now. So, Hey guys, if you want to take the losses now and win later, keep running with Sam. <laughs> All right. So uh, I want to talk first about uh, one of the games uh that interests me quite a bit uh, going into this week is the Cowboys and the Chargers. All right. Uh, Cow- That's a good one. 
This is a good one. Cowboys are trying to avoid starting 0-2, mm-hmm. getting a very young and talented Chargers team. With what the, is the spread? Uh, so the spread on this one, the Cowboys and Chargers, the uh, Chargers are favored at home by three and a half. So we will make our picks in a little bit. Uh, but uh, let's uh, discuss this, man. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and point out DeMarcus Lawrence is out for about, is out. probably about eight weeks. So yeah. that changes how much – Austin Eckler will be used. It'll change how much, uh, you know, they decide to basically use a little bit of play action. They, they can yeah. change the, the momentum of the game without having a premier, uh, you know, outside linebacker, yeah. defensive end, yeah. you want to call yeah, him, you know? Yeah. Defensive yeah. end, you know, uh, that, that lines up front. He makes a difference in the run game. He on does. End, he makes a big difference in the run game. He makes a difference on just pressure to the quarterback, period. Yeah. Right? So, uh, Justin Herbert, look, a lot of expectations for last week. Yeah. Underperformed. I don't know if he underperformed. He was playing a very good Washington defense. You saw what Dan Jones did to Washington last night. Yeah. All right. right. So, I'm going to say that the the expectations for him to take this year two leap, you know, know, it's there. And it was supposed to be, you know, uh, at least, you know, close to 300, flirting with 300, you know, and and – Again, that that the defense that showed up to play the Chargers last week, that was not the same defense that showed up to play the Giants last night. Yeah. So yeah. completely, I, I I also understand Short that. Short turnaround Thursday night. Thursday night, and also I think that Washington defense is just feeling too good about itself. You know, yeah. it, it was feeling great. They they won that game on a blunder, but nonetheless they couldn't handle Daniel Jones, which is it, it's kind of sad to say that. Right, because Dan Jones is Dan Jones, you know. Fucking awful. I cannot believe that that Dan Jones is a white version of Lamar Jackson. No, no, <laughs> Lamar. That's a, that's a disservice to Lamar Jackson. He is the white version of Adrian Martinez for Nebraska. Okay? Oh, are we going to Nebraska? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the white version of Adrian Martinez at Nebraska. Is this a segue to uh, college? Not no? quite yet. Okay. No, 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 not quite yet. Uh, where uh, you can't go get drunk in the corner just yet, Sam. Okay, I know you're really excited uh, to uh, just just pound down. Uh, some whiskey while I talk college football, but I still need you here for the time being. Okay. I mean, if you must, if you must, <laughs> I will stick around for, you know, players that don't get paid to play. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to talk college right now. So <laughs> gonna, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. All right, so we got Cowboys and the Chargers. Three and a half. Three and a half. I, I mean, I still like – I like Dak Prescott in this game. Um, But to me, if the Cowboys are going to win – they got to get Zeke involved early, and they got to feed him the rock. 20 times. He's got to get the ball. I mean, he's got to get the ball at least 20-plus carries. Has to. Or multi-purpose touches at least. You know? Yeah, I mean. Give him 15 and 5. You know? Because the Cowboys, here's the thing. When you know that you have not a great defense, right? Because right. the Cowboys don't have a great defense. No. They have by, nothing, by any close to, right. nothing close to a good defense. So when you know that. But they know you have an offense that can put up points. What I would do if I was Mike McCarthy and I was the Dallas Cowboys team is I got two pretty good running backs in Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, right? Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to jump out to a lead, and then I'm going to pound the clock. I'm not going to go super conservative, but I'm going to try to go on long drives that eat up a lot of clock where I can run the ball. So you want Mike McCarthy to become the NFL version of the – Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, 
put up as many points as you can and see if the team can other team can put up. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but, but kind of yes, yes and no. But I'm I'm saying I stop throwing the ball once you got a, at least a lead. Stop throwing the ball. If you go up ten nothing on the Chargers, manage it. Then the next time you're on offense. Don't run come it. out and throw the ball correct fifteen times and run the ball three times. I agree. I agree. Uh you gotta you gotta sit there and you gotta try to keep them off the field because what's going to happen is your defense is not very good. So it's gonna and they're gonna get tired. Up. They're gonna get tired. And already not good defense that's right. tired is like Austin Eckler is looking at seventy yards. Yeah, exactly. So uh I think the Cowboys to win this game, they are definitely going uh to have to uh run the football with Zeke. <clears throat> They're going to have to hand that ball off, uh, give it to Pollard, give it to Zeke, see what can happen. Uh, next game. Wait, wait, oh, sorry, go pick? ahead. What's your pick? Oh, are we doing picks too? Okay, so, well do so, we'll, so we'll preview games and we'll make our picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So I am still, I am going to go. Let's see. I went three and two last week. All right, I am going to oh, – the Cowboys plus three and a half. And this is scary to me. But I think they pull off the win. What about you? Same thing. Okay. So we are in agreement here. Yep. I, see, I see a little bit of uh, you know what the good thing I, I see about the Cowboys that they have going for themselves? Yeah. Is that they understand how the flow of the game. They were able to keep up with Tampa Bay. Granted, you know, um, Tampa Bay's defense is playing a crap. Yeah. Now, uh, but still, nonetheless, they have electric, uh, very good receivers. With Gallup out, they still have, yeah. they still have Cooper. They still have Lamb. They still have Zeke, you know, as a receiving, yeah. you know, running back, you know. So, they have a good squad. Yep, I agree. So, I would say that, th- that they can make the necessary adjustments. But that that uh, Chargers defense, I believe, I think they they might be missing Derwin James this week. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a problem. That is. And they, the I box, mean, they still got both. Uh, they still got they both. Do. Uh, but when you stack the box against Zeke, yeah. You need that strong safety or free safety to come Coming in. up and help. Yeah, you got to get that help. Uh, next game, we got Bengals at the Bears. Bears home opener. Bengals or Bears game for Andy Dalton. Revenge, yeah, right. Red, <laughs> red rocket, my ass. Uh, Bears are favored by two and a half currently. So normally, this is how betting works. Okay. Yeah. Normally, you don't have to explain to me because I know how it works. I went one and four, but I know how it works. Well, no, but what I was saying is yeah, to the listeners. For the listeners, or even you, if you want to no, learn something, okay. But typically in the NFL, because most teams are so tightly, uh, you know, it's a very there's not much of a difference between a team that goes six and ten and a team that goes nine and seven. Right, it's a couple bounces here and there. Yep. So most times when a home, yeah, when a home team is getting minus three, they're not really favored in right. that game. It's because the home home field advantage yep. is automatically worth three points mm-hmm. uh, for the home team, typically. Only right? two and a half points. Yeah. So now you're telling me that the Bears are only two and a half home favorites against the Bengals. So to me, that means the Bengals are actually favored in Correct. this game, except Correct. they're playing on the road. Correct. Uh, Bengals here. Had they not been home, yeah, they wouldn't have that. I bet you they would probably be two and a half, three point under, under on uh, for the Bengals Correct. if they are playing in Cincinnati. Correct. But I like the Bengals in this game um, because, to me, we know what Dalton is. Mm-hmm. We know what he is. Mm-hmm. And he's less than what he was when he was in Cincinnati. Oh, he's regressed even more. He's regressed even more. Even more. 
I think if the Bears put Justin Fields in this game, and I, I'm speaking from purely selfish purposes because I you just, have him yes, on your uh, roster? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But if they put Fields in this game, I think it changes the di- dynamic of the game. And now the Bengals, who have struggled mightily containing Lamar Jackson, struggled mightily containing other mobile quarterbacks. Now you have to make that defense watch for something else. And, and again, uh, David Montgomery is not your practice squad running back, right? Right. So he still has some worth on but the offense, right? He does. At the moment Fields rips off a couple of long runs, yeah. that'll open up the option of some play action, something for Montgomery. It will. It really will. And, but because without it, let me tell you what. Yeah. What we saw last week, we saw the Bengals defense cut down Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, to me, is a better player than David Montgomery. 100%. 100%. Bengals held him to, I believe, 15 carries, 60 from odd yards. Okay? Some receiving. Some, some receiving. You know, but his main job, running. He almost hit his 100. Yeah. But that was with another non-mobile quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Right? Correct. So now – you have the Bengals going up against the Bears, putting in another non-mobile, non-big-time threat. They're going to do well. Don't. They're going to do well. And and you have Joe Burrow going up against the Bears defense that's suddenly not terrifying anymore. Not since Vic Fangio left there. Remember when Khalil Mack went over there and that defense was the monster of the midway? They looked terrifying, but they don't. They lost their teeth. They lost their edge. Um, they still have a good secondary, man. They have a good Adrian Amos, I believe, still. Yeah. They still have one of the Fuller brothers, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle Fuller, yeah. Um, and uh, I still think that they have, you know, a decent secondary enough to warrant coverage on T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Kyle Boyd. Kyle Boyd. I think your bread and butter is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, yeah. Hammer that front line with that 24 carries. Get that yeah. under yards. Be received. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Open up your receipts. Then you have all day to run. Yeah. With Higgins and all these other guys. Not Higgins, brother. A Boyd, uh, Boyd, and, Boyd, yeah. Jamar Chase, and, and T. Higgins. Yeah, you're right. And though. Higgins, sorry, yeah. sorry. So I am taking the Bengals here plus two I and a half. I am taking the Bengals two and a half. Okay. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do good this week. You're picking all the same ones as me. And that's well, what we can we go one four. Well, and get, get a taste of how it feels like being one and four, right? So, yeah. I feel like you would go one and four, though, too, if I go one and four, because we're having the same picks. I've gone one and four already. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll take it again. Uh, all right, here we go. Another game. Mm. 49ers and the Eagles. 49ers on the road, three-point favorites against Philadelphia. Um, what do you think about this one? Jalen Hurts against Jimmy G. Niners. Big? No. No. Okay. They almost choked away the lead with Detroit last I know. week. I know. I know. But. Oh, yeah. You hate Nick Sirianni. So I no. Think... <laughs> Besides the fact that I hate Nick Sirianni. Um, I, you know what I, 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 I why I pick um, the Niners? I think that. The Eagles don't have enough firepower to just stand up against okay. these guys. And nothing against the Eagles, for that matter, but you have a lot of multi-purpose players on that team. They're saying Trey Sermon's coming in this week. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. You have, you have Elijah. You have, you have Sermon. This guy uses Kittle. Do you know how bad Philly's linebackers are 
and how bad their safeties are going to be against Kerry. I mean, Kerry Kittle. Okay. George Kittle. George Kittle. Kerry Kittle. Kerry Kittle. Yeah. yeah. 1996. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, it hit the button. Man, man. Uh, demanding. <laughs> We need, we need uh, what do you call it, producers. That's what we need. So we, the talent can sit here and talk, and then we don't also have to worry about, Hit you know, doing shit like that, you know. I don't and then, care. You know, All right. Yeah. And, and then you have a little bit of this. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> yeah. A little Kawhi there. A little Kawhi, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, uh, I, I think Debo Samuel, Ayuk's going to be a little bit healthier. Sermon. Yeah. Kittle. I don't know. I, I like the Niners for that reason because I think Kyle Shanahan trumps Sirianni when it comes to coaching. Well, I would agree there, uh, although we don't really have a whole lot of um, data to back data that, to back that Correct. up. I was surprised by the Eagles trouncing of Atlanta. Atlanta has a new coach. But Arthur Atlanta Smith. terrible. Terrible, though. Dude, Atlanta's secondary is like high school. Yeah, it's true. That's how bad their secondary is. But San Francisco is missing Jason Barrett. ACL. Richard right. Sherman's gone. Uh, I don't know who else is back there. You're right. right now. And they lost Salah from last year. Yeah. They have no D. They have yeah, their coordinator's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I still see it, but I still see, see I still see Shanahan outdueling him when it comes to a shootout. That's yeah, why but, I see they can cover that three. But I like Jalen Hurts more than Jimmy G. I like Jalen Hurts better than Jimmy G. And now you got Miles Sanders. You got Jalen Rager and I'm you got Devontae Smith. I'm hoping that Lance comes in. Like I think they have packages for him, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's. You're talking. So Trey Lance looks fantastic. He looked fantastic in preseason training camp. We we all get that. But before this game, he's seen one game in almost two years because the SDS. Mm-hmm. They got canceled yeah, so and all that. He only played like two games. Yeah. yeah. No one. One. One, one game. game. One game. Wow. So. Um, I don't. I don't know pick? if he's ready. Um, I am going to take the Eagles plus three. The E girls. Yeah, and I'm assuming you're going to take the Forty ers minus three. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got two more games to pick. Uh, he's very. You know, Sam's biting at the chance to take a small break so he can. Uh, uh, you know, what you want to call it, get drunk. I'm about to send him out to the ocean right now and just just go walk, take a walk. Where's Kawhi when you need him? Oh, sorry. Right here? Yeah, is that, is that a good joke? Or you can give me... If any of you guys saw Kawhi yeah. in a great music video, you'd realize the bad, bad joke. <laughs> or you can give me the sarcastic laugh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Cool, man. Cool story, bro. All right. Let's go. Uh, ooh, um, I don't, okay, let's go with the Cardinals and the Vikes. Yeah. Talking the little purple people eaters and the, yeah. and the Cardinals here. Right. Uh, Viking football. Little Viking football. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we, got, we got Kevin from Puxatani joining us. Uh, anyways. Uh, what do you think about that, Marcus? Uh, Arizona's three and a half favorites at home. Man, Minnesota looked really bad against the Bengals. Uh, they looked really poor against the Bengals uh, last week, their defense. Um, 
Kyler Murray, I don't think the Vikings are going to be able to contain him. The defense doesn't look like a typical Mike Zimmer defense. I think this is a team that needs a new voice, unfortunately. As they much lost as I, a lot of people, though, right? They did. Um, as much as I like Mike Zimmer, I, I, I think he knows that, you know, I think the team feels that, that he's probably going to be fired at the end of this year. He went all in on Cousins. All in on He's not a bad quarterback. The problem is, Kirk Cousins, Wait before you do that because he is uh, a quarterback that actually has one postseason game. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, unlike other yes, quarterbacks, yes. you know. So, but the thing about Cousins is he's a solid quarterback if you have enough pieces around him, right? And he can win you games, but he doesn't elevate the franchise. He is not Aaron Rodgers. He is not Patrick Mahomes. He is not. Josh Allen or, you know, like, like some of these other guys that we're mentioning. I would, even, I would say even, like, your rookies coming out. Like, if you look at Josh Allen a couple of years ago, I yeah. gave up on him. Yeah. Josh Allen. He's continued to do good. Um, but he's – Josh Allen is the anomaly because typically quarterbacks who come from college who like, ha- have who have poor completion percentages right. – but they have all the – but, but they have the big arm, you know, Kyle Bowler. I thought I thought Josh Allen was going to be Kyle Bowler 2.0. I really did. Mm-hmm. But he he surprised me, and he's worked hard at his craft, and he's improved every year. But Kirk Cousins, he just doesn't excite you. He's, Kirk Cousins is a little bit better version of what Andy Dalton was with the Bengals. Well, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, a little bit better version. Not quite Matt Ryan, because Matt Ryan, when he was in his prime, yeah. could, could, could was good for a couple ways. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins, yeah. to me, he he's in that mold of a Ryan Fitzpatrick and Andy Dalton, or or, or even now. Um, I say a little bit higher than all guys. Yeah, a little bit a little higher, higher, but not not. not he's a middle tier. He's middle tier quarterback. 15, Fifteen to to twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, right in that. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, man. I I like the Cardinals in this game, minus three and a half. I think Tyler Murray's going to have a big day, and I think Chase Edmonds is also going to have a field day. And the reason why I think is is if you look, Minnesota is very bad against screen passes. Yeah. You know, their defense is not that good. They don't have the speed on the outside to actually chase down that screen. Right. So, Chase Edmonds, yeah, I can see him having a field day. Yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah. Now, we'll go to our Sunday, the Sunday night game. Right. Chiefs and Ravens, because who gives a fuck about Monday night? The uh, Packers yeah. look like shit, and the Lions are... Oh, oh that's shit. the point you've been talking about. Today. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with that franchise? But right. Kansas City has Baltimore's number recently. They got Baltimore's number. Um, they they kind of own that defense. But here's the thing, though. Baltimore likes to blitz. A lot. They, yeah. they like to send multiple. And so, and Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback, and he can get rid of the ball quick, and he can find someone downfield. Right. I Baltimore is at home, but there's three-and-a-half-point dogs in this one. I don't know. It's early. We saw Kansas City got a new offensive line. That needs to I, I bet you today's Friday. By the time Sunday morning rolls around, yeah, that three-and-a-half is not going to be three-and-a-half. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be closer to two and a half. Okay. We'll see. Baltimore has no running backs, right? They're missing I, a lot of weapons on the outside. I do, but I think they're giving the Chiefs way too much. Still. Yeah. So who's your pick in this game? You go first. I think revenge game at home. 
Lamar catching Jackson. Lamar Jackson, catching the Chiefs early. It's not a postseason game. Mm-hmm. I like the Ravens minus three and a half. I well, sorry, Sam is chugging away here at uh, whiskey. So, he's so, giving so, me the on, sign. He's like, he's like, I'm swallowing. I, I, I will, I will, I will I'm supposed to be talking. I will so. also take the Ravens. Son <laughs> of a bitch. We have all the same picks except for the Eagles and the 49ers. God damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I wanted to go real quick. We, we wasted 30 minutes on football. That's okay, man. We got right. we got more to, we got more stuff to do and whatever. We'll get the shit. You know, we might have to start extending the show. Uh, yeah, as much you know, because we we sit here and we we can talk and talk and talk. But I, I you know, while Sam takes a quick break, I wanted to do one of Oh yeah, we are going to be on Amazon and Audible uh, as well uh, in 24 hours. Look for us, No Huddle Show with uh, Mike and Sam. Uh, you can listen to us live on Blog Talk Radio. Um, call in if you guys want to talk to us. Uh, the guest call-in number is 563-999-3761. You can tell us that we're assholes or that you absolutely love the show. I don't care. No, uh, any, publicity any, feedback, is good publicity. any feedback is good feedback. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I wanted to go real quick uh, to my giant observations from Thursday night. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, to the listeners that, that don't know this already, mm-hmm. I grew up in New Jersey my entire life, and, and most of my – my friends are, are split up. Okay. You know, we have a couple of of, of Jets fans. I, I became a Jets fan like '97. Okay. They won like '97 that year. I was like Wayne Corbett, Keyshawn Johnson, yay! Yeah. But you know what? A lot of my friends are Giants fans, and they got those two Eli rings to say, "Fuck you guys!" You know, we're better than you, and everything yeah. else. So, to watch the Giants last night, and I was talking to my buddies back in Jersey. Painful, man. Painful, very painful to watch that game. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Okay, it, it, they're awful. They're just awful. But here, here, two rings. How many rings the Bengals got? Whatever. Yeah, yeah thank you. Terrible. Thank right you. Now. So Saquon Barkley. Hey, here's my first. Here's my first giant observation. Saquon Barkley was not worth the number two pick. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he's been injury prone. He can't stay healthy. Last last night, aside from that wait, wait, beautiful, wait, hold on, hold on. aside Before... from that beautiful forty-one yard run, he had twelve carries then for sixteen fucking yards. So hold on, let me ask you a question. Um, outside of the the the, the forty-one yarder, right? Yeah. Don't you want to give a guy more than two games when he comes off an ACL? Or are you calling it now? You call him he sucks, period. I'm not saying he sucks. I'm saying he's not worth it. He wasn't worth the number two. That's pick. already given. That was that that I think that's a common consensus across the board. And I also Because think, he's been injured for so yeah. much time. And I think I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's one of the top fifteen best backs. They should have grabbed a quarterback with the number two or pick. an offensive lineman. Because their line sucks. So well, they got your boy Billy Price. Yeah, and he couldn't even start for the Bengals. What does that fucking tell you? Okay. Hey, first rounder, twenty-seven tickets. I believe. <laughs> Fucking awful. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the prize of Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, giant observation. Taylor Heineke might be the real deal. 
Taylor Heineke, man, 34-46 for 336 yards and two touchdowns. Against the god-awful Giants. It's the Giants' defense is not bad, though. Last year we saw how good the defense was. It's their offense that can't usually win games for them. That secondary Listen, is extremely give, good. If you give up 30 points, you're looking for an L. No, I mean, yeah, usually. You're looking for an L if you give up 30 Sure, points. usually. Usually, but what did the Giants? Uh, who did the Giants play Week One? Broncos. They yeah, gave them twenty-seven. They got okay, 27-13. Again, you're giving up close to thirty. You're not going to win the game, man. It's not going to happen. So, so you're not you're not Luke. all in on time. Okay, no. Luke. All right, but no. he may, get, it, get him up against the good defense and see what he shows. All right, let's see. All right. Even though they didn't, they didn't do the run, they didn't go crazy with Gibson. They only went thirteen carries on Gibson. Yeah. They gave the touchdown to McKissick. Yeah. There were a lot of checkdowns. I saw that game. You know, there were a bunch of screen passes to, McK- to McKissick for 80 yards. McKissick had, like, 83 yards. Yeah. yeah. I, I Bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> Next, Giants observation. Kenny Galladay was not worth the price the Giants paid for him. I have to agree with you on that. With Kenny Galladay on my fantasy roster, I have to say he went, like, three for 38. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You, you could yell and scream all you want yeah. at Dan Jones on, on the sideline for not getting targets, but, dude, come on. Get your shit together. You got paid a lot of money. Yeah. Get your shit together, man. You haven't, he, he didn't play uh, training camp. He didn't play preseason. No. He just sat the fuck out. He did. Get, get on the field. Get those reps in. Darius Slayton is better than you, bro. Kenny Galladay, get your shit together, Sterling man. Shepard's better than you. Sterling Shepard is actually decent. Without yeah. his concussions, he was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. He, he was concussed heavy, you know, last couple of years. But he's really good. Darius Slayton, I'm saying that, is better than you, man. Yeah. Uh, that's just, he's, Kenny Galladay, yeah, you were nice in Detroit. Even then, how but, nice was he? He was 11 touchdown night. One year night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Come on. Uh, next. And last, Giants observation. Uh, I'm calling – I'm sounding the bus horn on Kadarius Tony. as currently there's about 700 wide receivers that have more receiving yards than Kadarius Tony, who has negative two. I could say the same thing for Elijah Moore, right? I can say the, the, yeah. the exact same thing for Elijah Moore. You got to give these rookie receivers a little bit more time. All right. He had a shit quarterback, man. Come on. Okay, he yeah. He had a shit quarterback yeah. going for him. I you know. I know Daniel Jones. Give him give him, give him a Matt Ryan. Yeah. You know, you know, maybe, uh, know. A little Kirk Cousin action. Maybe yeah. you'll see something. Maybe. I don't care. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you, producer. <laughs> All right. So now uh, we're gonna go to a quick college football blurb now. So I want to talk about some games. This is not Sam's forte. Sam's gonna uh, Sam's got some uh, things to do here in the next five minutes or so, uh, while I kind of discuss some of the upcoming games uh, this week. Uh, the one nearest nearest to my heart that I have a feeling is gonna get out of hand extremely quickly is Nebraska at Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma opened as 22-and-a-half-point favorites, and I think it's going to be ugly. That's a disrespect, man. No, I mean, we earned it. We suck. 22-and-a-half so. <laughs> is like an ass-whooping yeah. plus one. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm fully expecting an ass-whooping. But uh, Nebraska, you know, 
I don't. We're waiting and waiting and waiting for them to turn the corner under Scott Frost and for them to start to resemble something that we saw in the past, back when this was an actual rivalry, when they were in the 12 together, when this game meant conference had conference championship and national title implications throughout the 80s and the early part of the 90s. And then uh, Oklahoma kind of got the best of us in the, in the 2000s, uh, but it was still a very good game. Um, we're waiting for Nebraska to kind of get back to that. It's not looked good. Um, I like Oklahoma big in this one. Um, I actually think they're going to pull the starters by halftime, but I hope I'm wrong. I will gladly eat a ton of crow if I am wrong. Uh, Cincinnati at Indiana. This has major playoff implications for Cincinnati. Indiana has looked disappointing so far. Uh, They got trounced in their opener by Iowa. They beat Idaho, which nobody cares about that game. So now we get to see if Indiana can right the ship for the rest of the season and get a big win at home over Cincinnati, who's currently ranked number eight. Cincinnati, this is one of two major games for the Bearcats. Uh, after this week, after playing Indiana on the road, they go to South Bend. So they stay in the state of Indiana. They go to South Bend to play Notre Dame. If Cincinnati can somehow come out of these next two weeks with two wins against Indiana and Notre Dame and then run the gauntlet in their, in their conference, I think you have to give them a shot in the college football playoffs. You beat Notre Dame and Indiana on the road and then you and it's not like the American conference is complete trash. They got teams like UCF there. They got teams like Memphis. They got uh they got Houston there. So there's some good quality football teams there. They got South Florida. So if UC manages to win these two games and go undefeated and win their conference title, I, I think you have to give them a shot at, at the college football playoffs. Uh next you got um some Miami and Michigan State, the Hurricanes are kind of reeling. They had high expectations. They went and got ass-fucked by Alabama with no Vaseline in the first week of the season. Uh, Alabama went in raw dog on them. It looked like it kind of shook their confidence as they escaped against Appalachian State with a two-point win. Can they right the ship? Can they get back to uh, being the U and, and put a pounding on Michigan State? I don't know. Mel Tucker's got a good team there uh, up in East Lansing. Uh, Michigan State's a little underrated. Uh, So we'll see what happens. Very interested to watch that game. Uh, We have Alabama and Florida. Hell of a game early. Alabama gets another test. I don't think Florida is going to put up much of a fight in this game. Um, I really think Alabama is going to win this one going away. And the reason I say that is because Florida doesn't have a quarterback. They lost Kyle Trask. Uh, they got um, – I don't remember who is the starter uh, for, uh, so I apologize. I don't uh, – I'm drawing a blank as to who the starter is for Florida. Um, Emory Jones. Sorry, Emory Jones. But he looks like he might have lost his starting job to Richardson. Um, so we'll see. They got a little bit of a quarterback controversy. But the old adage goes is, is if uh, is if you have two quarterbacks, then you don't have one. Uh I don't know if I like either quarterback. They're both very athletic, but neither of them are really a true quarterback. I like Alabama uh, big in this game, probably by at least 17 points. Uh, The next, uh, the last game I wanted to kind of cover here um, is Penn State and Auburn. 
big game. First time Auburn's traveled to a Big Ten school, I think they said in like 22 years. Uh, Penn State looking to bounce back uh, from a disappointing COVID season last year while rumors swirl about James Franklin taking the USC job at the end of the season. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how Penn State comes out in this game. How much do the players buy into the rumors? Does it affect how they're preparing? Uh, Penn State looked pretty good so far. They got a nice win at Wisconsin to start the season, and then they thrashed Ball State. So Auburn will be a nice litmus test to see where Penn State is. Uh, right now, the Big Ten East for grabs with Oregon beating Ohio State. So if Penn State can get a win against Auburn here, they might be in the driver's seat uh, to take the division. Uh, so that's our college football preview. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left, but it's Friday, and you know what time it is. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. So without further ado, it's time for your favorite Friday corner. All right, you know what? Ending on that alert from uh, Cypress Hill, just got an ounce in the mail. Do you know how many people in this country are being prosecuted for, for cannabis-related crimes? I'm going to guess a lot. A lot. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely mind-boggling that people in Arkansas, people in Kansas, people in in states where it's not seen, it's not seen as a um, – medicinal product you, you see you know you see a lot of people just you know they end up they end up going uh you know to jail for a dime bag it's crazy it's absolutely nuts yeah. to watch people going to jail for multiple years for for you know a gram of marijuana that, that's crazy it's absolutely nuts no and it's not necessary why are you you know why are you putting people behind bars for five, ten years for something. I don't know if it's the Bible Belt. I don't know yeah. what it is. Or just, you know, the racist country that we live yeah, in. Yeah, it could, very well could be. But, you know what, I just wanted to bring it up to everyone's, you know, uh, I guess attention to, to say that, that uh, cannabis-related crimes are now, they should be now seen as like a forgiveness, you know, almost. Like, sorry for taking you in for ten years because you had 1.2 grams of marijuana which probably was from, like, Woodstock, to be completely honest with you. And yeah. it sucks anyways. But regardless, you know, it, it, it's it's terrible to see. Hopefully, you know, I'm going to segue into the next conversation, which is do you think we should federally pull it off a schedule as a schedule, you know, narcotic, as a substance that should be pulled off as a class one drug? Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, to me, marijuana is the same thing as, as going to drink a beer. I agree. Um, I agree. All this talk that, oh, this can lead to other things. Well, sure, so so can alcohol. Alcohol can lead to other drugs, too. They can lead to DUIs and, and drunk so driving. So drunk start taking ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. Or or taking Coke. Right. You know? And you want to drink more. Yeah, exactly. Or, or what was popular with my friends back in the day was snorting a bunch of Adderall. Oh, that's and crazy! So I mean, drinking all night, and yeah. that's and that's absolutely mind-boggling because I'm part of that same generation. Yeah. Again, not yeah. too much difference in age between you and I, but I'll say that you know there's a generation of kids out there that 
you know, think uh, Adderall, cocaine. That's kind of cool. It's it's really not. Yeah. You know, it's it's genuinely, and that's my stance. I don't really care what anyone else has to say about it or think about it. But, yeah. dude, just whatever happened to the good old days, you know, just getting high and just forgetting you had to go to class. At the worst, you're going to get a bad grade. You're not going to. Yeah. You're not going to run over a dog and have, like, you know, some sort of crazy vehicular manslaughter of some sort, you know? Now, which, by the way, do you remember these commercials for weed? Oh, and my The God. people at the drive-thru, they're yeah. in the car, yep. and they take a couple of hits, and then all of a sudden they run over a chicken and yep. a little girl on a bike. I'm like, yep. that doesn't happen, man. In real life. It no. just doesn't happen, nope. dude. No, nope. you're just, too yeah. worried about the nuggets you're going to get from the drive-thru. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you're not leaving the house at all. Correct. You know, I mean... Hell, when I used to smoke weed, it led to a lot of laughs and me passing out usually. It led to weight gain. I would say that was the biggest <laughs> thing that marijuana led to was me gaining weight because so, I just wanted to eat anything in sight. Yeah, I, I, again, you, you know, you're yeah. part of the group that has the munchies, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. So, but, but, you know, from my perspective, I, I, I say this pretty much every chronic corner, marijuana or cannabis has three symptoms. You're happy, you're hungry, or you're sleepy. Yeah. Right, and I if you're par- if you're paranoid, right, yeah. you're not ingesting the right product. That's mm-hmm. bottom line. What it, what you're ingesting is not suited for you. That's pretty much it. So, um, you know, next quick topic. I know we don't have much time, so I'm gonna run through another minute or so. Okay. Um, I wanted to again go back to our last topic of discussion. Do you think that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson and you know? Uh, Let's say uh, who else is around, really, that's like Isaiah Thomas, all right? Okay. You know, some big names. You think these guys should get involved in the cannabis industry? If they want to, if they see it as a big you business think opportunity. Can... So what was Isaiah Thomas's nickname? Zeke. Okay. So could you have, like, a Zeke OG without I mean, making could. reference to Ezekiel Elliott? Maybe. Or, you know, and if you wanted to get Magic Johnson involved, you could just call it a Showtime. Showtime Kush. <laughs> yeah. Showtime. Hey, Magic Johnson, if you listen to this, you should make, come out with a Showtime Kush. Yeah. Because that would be great. But, you know, Magic Johnson is a great businessman. Man. Yeah. He's, yeah. Got, he's made so much money. Starbucks. Do you think they care at this money. point if they are associated with something that's cannabis related? I don't think they do. And once you're big so enough. Why are they name, jumping into it, man? What do you mean? What, what, so you why have Gary Payton. Jump, yeah. You have, like, again, Gary Payton, Al Harrington. You know, uh, Calvin Johnson, a couple of these guys are involved in the cannabis industry, whereas others are not even considering it. Like, okay, I can understand why Shaq wouldn't want to be make a cannabis-related product because he has too much of a following for the younger generation. Okay. You know, you have kids, younger kids, that see the Shaq Yeah, exactly, LeBron. Yeah. You see a Shaq pizza for Papa John. yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want the same guy smoking a joint while he's handing you a slice of pizza, right? Right. So I can understand Shaq. I can understand. I feel like Shaq would have to smoke a ton of weed to get high. For sure. Because he's seven feet, 425 (laughs) pounds. Yeah, he would ask. And he probably couldn't because he's a sheriff. He probably gets drug tested by his county. Yeah, that's true, too. By the way, who's someone you wouldn't want to smoke weed with? I, I feel like Michael Phelps with his lung capacity (laughs) would just, he would be like fucking just taking the whole hit. And you'd be like, God damn it, Michael Phelps, with your giant fucking ears. You're killing your fucking kill- underbite. Killing it. <laughs> like, stop, stop hogging all the weed, Michael Phelps, okay? 
Michael uh, Phelps has iron lungs, and for yeah. that matter, he actually belongs on that. I will not smoke with you, Michael Phelps, because you will smoke all my weed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say one other person to throw on the list as someone that I would not like to smoke with, uh, Antonio Brown. I, I don't. I don't know. If, if, Why? Because he's crazy. Because he's absolutely not. I feel like he's gonna smoke and he's gonna be the outlier, and he's gonna go punch a security guard or something like that, and yeah. you know. Refused to pay for it after he punches him. You know, there was a time with Antonio Brown when he had the blonde mohawk. He and his he was erratic behavior. He was starting to resemble Simon Phoenix right. from Demolition Man. Right, and oh, he never God. knew what was going to happen. Mr. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just like, what? What the hell? I would smoke with Wesley Snipes though. I, I, I would smoke with Blade. Okay. I definitely would hit a J with Blade. You know who I'd like to smoke weed with? Willie Nelson, man. Oh man. Willie Nelson would be the best. So next chronic corner, we're gonna, yeah. I'm going to do my my Mount Rushmore of people of, you want to smoke weed with. Excellent, you know? excellent. And yeah. On that list, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll do a quick little uh, take. You do your top five. I do my top five. All right. No, going back into okay. our Buzz Brewing. Uh, did we get anything? No, from Buzz? we haven't. And they haven't responded to me on Twitter anymore. Hey, Buzz, man, what's going Buzz on? Brewing. Buzz you, Brewing. You, stopped, you cut us out. I don't know if you didn't like the show, and you're just like we can't do business with them. Well, now we're gonna be out, we're gonna be on Amazon, and, and uh, Buzz Brewing. If you don't send me something, man, you're cut off. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like I don't it. really like your product if I can't try it, man. Yeah. Come on, Buzz Brewing. Get your stuff together, Let's dude. Go. Yeah. You told me to reach out to you, DM you with information about the show. You never responded to me anymore, and you got you got my address to send me the shit that we're supposed to try. Absolutely, so, come on, man, come on, get your stuff together, guys. <laughs> All right, is that the end of the Chronic Corner? That's the end of the All Chronic right. Corner, guys. All right, take it out. Get out So, I, I wanted to tell you. So, M. Night Shyamalan has a new movie that came out. I got it on Flex, of course. But you okay. can also watch it, I believe, on, like, HBO Max. I, I don't know. It's on one of the streaming services. It's called Old. Okay. Okay. And the premise behind it is, uh, and I'm not, spoiler alerts, but, I, you know, I'm not going to give away the whole movie. But basically, these people go to this beach resort, and they age rapidly. And they and they also become extremely old over a course of you know a short amount of time. So it's like the, it's like the end of Benjamin Button, kind of. I guess. <laughs> but watching the movie, I felt myself having aged thirty years in an hour and a half of watching this god for hey, god awful movie. I'm like someone you've lost it. What man. happened, man? What happened, dude? I see dead people. What happened to that guy? Yeah. What happened to that guy? I mean, okay. So let me say this. M. Night Shyamalan, I thought The Visit was pretty good. I thought Split was actually a good movie. No, I thought Split was, was a, a cry for help. <laughs> I, I literally thought that Split was like, hey, guys, everybody look at me, see me. I'm M. Night Shyamalan. I'm the guy that, that made Bruce Willis a ghost, but he really wasn't a ghost, and everyone yeah. thought he wasn't a ghost. I was that guy. Please watch me again. It, everyone forgot about me. Dude. The guy has had nothing, literally nothing, in my opinion, since The Village, bro. The Village was awful. And it was awful. That's what I'm saying. Signs. Signs. Well, the only reason yeah. why I put The Village there. And After it, Earth was just oh, god awful. God, it ruined Will Smith's career. And after, after, <laughs> after Earth was as bad to Will Smith as Cable Guy was to. 
Don't do not do big smirks cable guy. That is a classic <laughs> movie. Okay? Okay? After Earth did to Will Smith what cocaine did to the black community in the 80s. Oh, okay? crack killed the community. Crack kill, yes. Okay? Crack killed, boys and girls. So, I, I, let me put it this way here. M. Night Shyamalan had a movie called The Happening, which was awful, but was redone, kind of redone, not really redone, but done, but it was a better movie, and it's called Bird Box, okay? Almost the same premise. Bird Box and The Happening, uh, some mysterious thing makes you want to commit suicide. The wind blows, you see something, and then all of a sudden you start trying to kill yourself. The Happening and Bird Box is done better, right? okay? Split, I like, okay? Whatever Sam's opinion was, I like Split. I thought it was a decent I think movie. M. Matt Shyamalan has a Split personality from mo- making the movie Split. But then he, he turned Split into Glass, which was a trash. sequel to Unbreakable, trash. which Absolutely is just awful. Trash. It was awful. It was overloaded with, with, car- with high-priced actors yeah. that just did not deliver, man. Unbreakable? More like unwatchable. Unwatchable. Oh, yeah. I think it's okay. unwatchable. It was unwatchable. By the way... Don't even tell me about The Last Airbender. He ruined... Last Airbender... By the way, he had some of the lowest scored movies <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Lady in the Water, 25%. The Happening, 17%. Last Airbender and After Earth, 5% oh, and 11% respectively. Oh, my... So, look, the heist, again, going back yeah. to it, is six, six, cents. six cents, and you're not even cracking ninety on that. You got an eighty six. That's so good. I mean, there's a lot of good movies you're that right. don't you're, get ninety. You're right. Though. You know what? There are certain shows I can list off like five shows yeah. that are in the ninety five to ninety seven range. Yeah. Know, on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's achievable. It's definitely achievable. But dude, M, what are you doing, man? But this is why studios love him. Look at this. He grossed a buttload, didn't he? Look, but look at what he spends. All right. Split, the budget was $9 million. It made $279 million in the That's box office. That's why he's still allowed to make movies. Look at Signs. Budget, $72 million. It made $408 million at the box office. Six cents, $40 million budget. Made $673 million at the box office. The Visit, $5 million. And while it didn't kill at the box office, still made still $9 million. Made, million yeah, dollars. still made $9 million on a $5 million. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan movie is going to make some money, but everyone's going to hate you because the movie sucks. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, we got 90 seconds left. It's been a hell of a Friday. And, you know, you had to talk a little movies. Yeah. What's Friday? You I, know, it's Friday. I'd like to end out Friday with some wrestling, but okay. I want to run, I, I want to make make sure we we know this. We're talking about an AEW takeover next week. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to happen. Uh, we're going to show at next it, week. It's in New York. It, yeah, it's, it's a major it's show. Primed, bro. It's primed, bro. It's not even a pay-per-view. I it's, know, a regular, it's a regular, it's a regular show. And it's, show, it's already taken, their last two episodes have overtaken Monday Night Raw. They have. They have. So we're talking about an AEW takeover next week. All right. Uh, so, what, but, but real quick, I mean, you can't yeah. just say we're talking about AEW and then not even preview what's on the card. I, I mean, mean, come on, my, man. That's a rookie mistake. Wait, no. <laughs> the thing is, we're not, we're not going to – we're going to have a show before the – Oh, yeah, we have our Monday show. Yeah, we exactly. have our Monday show. We're to run the Monday yeah. show to run AEW, but we want to let them know that it's coming, man. By the way, I saw this thing where CM Punk met up with a crying fan. If you're an adult and you're crying over wrestling, you're a virgin. You got caught with your – Yeah. 
Yeah, if, if you are crying at a professional wrestling show and you are over the age of 14, you are going to die a virgin. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, guys. That's our Friday show. We'll see Thank you on you Monday. I promise. Let's we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Jumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.